When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome in to the PHNX Cardinals podcast, your premier Arizona Cardinal podcast. Like and subscribe. Leave us a five-star review wherever you get your programming. Check us out. GoPHNX.com. No better time to become a diehard. 20% off the merchandise locker, free hat and or shirts. Every year you're signed up. I'm Johnny Venerable. He is Bo Brock. You know, I was thinking today, got the news, the returning James Conner. We're going to talk about it. Like, second season 2.0 for 2023 starts Sunday for the Redbirds. Is this the beginning of a new beginning, or is this the beginning of the end for some of these franchise icons, <laughs> cornerstones? Because, I mean, it's like we've been a fixture with James Conner mm-hmm. and Kyler Murray, Hollywood Brown now for two mm-hmm. years running. It feels like let's let's get some let's get some good stuff going because we want to see these guys in the valley mm-hmm. for 2023 and beyond. It's opposite ends of the spectrum, the way you kind of break it down, right? It's it's yeah. a renewed season for a lot of these guys, and that was kind of the theme throughout the post-practice locker room today from talking to Hollywood Brown to Michael Wilson to Trey McBride. Um, and, and that's great, right? But then also there's this, I guess, how it becomes serious when you talk about an eight-game stretch that – you know, all eyes from this organization, from the front office, to the coaching staff are going to be on these players and seeing who they're going to move forward with. And it there's it becomes very serious, right? I mean, as far as jobs are going to be kept and jobs are going to be lost, maybe jobs are going to be won by some younger players on this team. But once you bring in guys like James Conner and Kyler Murray, some of your excuses go out the window, especially on the offensive side of the football, that if you don't perform, if you look similar, if, if the offensive, uh, I guess, production or lack thereof is the status quo, then that's where people start to lose their jobs. Yeah, and the returning James Conner puts a greater emphasis on Drew Petzing to be better. As you and others have reported, Bo, Cardinals announced today, James Conner's activated. He's back off of injured reserve. Not active yet. Yeah, there's no guarantee he plays this weekend, although we feel pretty confident like Cardinals have been have been ramping him up. Uh, and, you know, it's certainly not a K1 situation where you got to stash him for three to four weeks to get him ready. Like he, he's it sounds like he's ready to rock and roll, barring something unforeseen. And they need him like desperately. He was the MVP of this offense with all due respect to Joshua Dobbs for the first four to six weeks of the season. Like if you go back and read advanced metrics articles, he was in the conversation for one of the best running backs in the NFL. He was top three to five in broken tackles. And then you just watch it with the eye test. 
he was the focal point of this team. He was the catalyst for all of their, you know, offensive success, especially against teams like Dallas, allowing them to, to churn the clock. So, you know, I I think it is, even with the injuries up front on the offensive line, we're going to talk about that. I think it is the biggest piece of ammunition you can give Kyler Murray. And he's not even in the passing game. Mm-hmm. With all due respect to Amari DiMercato and Keontae Ingram, Kyler Murray and the comfort level he's going to get with James Conner, I, I just, I can't, it can't be emphasized enough. What they asked of Amari DiMercato, like as an undrafted rookie free agent who didn't even start at TCU, majority of his career as he made his way as a Juco player, like great story, uh, did a job, right? But as far as what, James Conner does. He he's a couple gears ahead of he has a couple more gears than Dermacato. By you know, yeah. I mean Dermacato tops out in fourth gear, or you can go fifth, sixth with a guy like James Conner. We've seen that. It was on full display. The guy, for God's sakes, after missing four games, still leads the Arizona Cardinals in rushing yards. Sure. Uh, and with uh, Joshua Dobbs exiting, he leads them in touchdowns as well. So, you know, he is a guy that you know, you're going to get more than, okay, on first down, we're going to try to establish the run. We're going to get chip, chip away on first and 10 and try to get you at second and, and seven or, or six or five and third and manageable. You got a guy that, you know, as we saw in the chat, was right up there in the leaders and explosive runs in the NFL. Like he was playing with, at, at a high level. And if he comes back in any kind of shape or form of that, and I think he will, he looked pretty spry today. He looked very James Connery in practice right off the bat. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that is going to serve Kyler Murray so well because what the Kyler, what the Cardinals were doing, even with Joshua Dobbs and set himself up for success with was the, the ability to cause conflict with the defense and, and with the threat of run and then also the play action. They were one of the top play action teams in the league before James Conner went out, and then that threat went away. You couple that with Kyler Murray's arm talent and ability to throw the ball down the field, I mean, it can be lethal. Yeah, and the, also look at like the team they're playing against. I'm sorry, the Minnesota Vikings, Cam Akers, I know, was injured in the process, but before that, they were running all over this Atlanta Falcons defense that had been feasting on poor quarterback play. Joshua Dobbs had open running lanes the entire game. I mean, their pass rush is non-existent with all due respect to ex-Cardinal Calais Campbell. Like, the Cardinals ought to be able to line up an eye formation and, and ram James Conner for four or five yards per carry in this game. And that merges now. Like, the play action for the Cardinals against the, the Cleveland Browns, it was laughable. And frankly, <laughs> for Drew Petson to continue to go back to that well, Hey, Drew, no one's biting that you're going to run Keontae Ingram and people are teeing off. Miles Garrett and company are teeing off on poor Clayton Toon. Like, you have the reemergence of the, of the play action passing game, which was very relevant and efficient in the first four to six weeks of the season. And, and that's James Conner. I just, again, like, I, I want to go back to my original point because it is like, I'm not going to take this Sunday for granted, assuming everybody plays and we think they will. Like, the minute James Conner got to Arizona, it upped Kyler Murray's efficiency as a quarterback. And it, and it, I've always been of the mindset, the best version of Kyler Murray is one that you can <laughs> with a back like this, a big hulking bulldozing back that can help, you know, convert in short yardage. Kyler Murray had his best season when James Conner arrived in Arizona. Like I know the year before he had a little bit more of a, a balanced season. The Cardinals went eight and eight and he had Kenyon Drake who was still efficient, but like, I, Kyler Murray, I think because of the limitations with his size, and you and I disagree, I don't think the Cardinals want any part of the tush push with Kyler Murray and sneaking under center. Like, I, I'm still not about that life with my 5'10". I asked Petsing. He said he's good with it. I well, asked Petsing point of play. Like, first of QB's, all. 
<laughs> don't believe anything the Cardinals say right now at these press conferences. Cause we like, I love the Cardinals. I, I just, they're playing coy. They're playing mouse. You'll hear from play, the players. You could, I think you could take the players. Visit. The, the players gave you so much more than the coaching staff. My God it is stark difference. Like there, there's, there's one thing like where you sit there and, and there's a press conference with a coach and you're just like, okay, all right. I'll, whatever you say, JG, yeah. whatever you say, Petsing and Rollis. And then there's, hey, go into the uh, into the locker room and everybody's just shooting from the hip, Cavalier yeah. with all their answers. And you'll hear from Hollywood and, and Trey McBride, who I'm sure, I don't know if, if JG ever catches wind of what they he, they told us today, he'll probably uh, just scold them in, in, in the team meeting tomorrow and Friday. But yeah, go ahead, Johnny. No, I mean, it just, it, it comes down to the fact that like, I think Kyler Murray is his most efficient self when he's given obviously time to throw the football and then an ability to have a short yardage back. And and James Conner does more than that. He's certainly a terrific pass catcher and, and pass protector. I, I just feel like, like remember the red zone efficiency earlier this year with James mm-hmm. Conner, remember how great it was in 2021 with James Conner. I mean, it just, it opens things up for Kyler Murray with the play action, with him booting, with him having an option to run or pass. So, I mean, like this is, this is the, this is the blueprint. Now the template, like, you have your pieces, your chess pieces in place to exploit some of these defenses over the course of these next eight weeks. Like, save for really Pittsburgh and San Francisco, although with Steve Wilkes, they look a little fraudulent. Like, these defensive teams at the end of the season, like, there are points to be had. And the Cardinals better get them when they play Houston, when they play the Rams twice. Now, the second time, Seattle, I think, is very vulnerable. Chicago's a dumpster fire defensively. Atlanta could be the worst of the bunch this Sunday. Like I, everybody should get theirs over these next eight games and it should provide further clarity for what this team wants to do and not offensively in 2024. And on the flip side, if they don't produce and old players look old and people go down, all these guys are expensive next year. Hollywood Brown, Kyler Murray, James Conner. And to be able to write that, that price tag, and write those checks, you got to produce, and it starts this weekend. So it just it gives a greater sense of urgency, and I'm here for that. Like last Sunday, we punted on urgency as Cardinal fans. Mm-hmm. They, they, that was a bona fide preseason game. It's like, well, if you guys aren't invested in winning this game, like why should we be invested, right? right. I don't want to watch Clayton Toon get <laughs> his brains beat in for four quarters. Now there's a renewed sense of urgency. Put the record away, and it starts on Sunday. Yeah, it does. And it's it's really one of those things that I th- when people were clamoring for, for Kyler Murray, I completely get that. Uh, it kind of got slept on that James Conner was eligible to return as early as this week and, and designated a return on Wednesday. And, and it's one of those things like Jalen Thompson, I said it with him, I said it with Buda Baker, and we've seen a couple of these injuries before that they've they've tried to like weaponize on, on the injury report and, and use as utilize to their advantage. But I, I don't think that James Conner and you know, talking to JG today, he says, We'll see, you know, we're gonna get back on the practice field and those stock answers that we're getting used to hearing. Uh James Conner's playing. I mean, yeah. James Conner's gonna play on Sunday, barring you know, anything, any setbacks in practice or anything new that arises in, in practice. And and that's exciting. And, you know, what he does elevates Kyler Murray's game to your point, And then Kyler Murray elevates Hollywood Brown's game. He elevates Michael Wilson's game, who looks like he's poised to return. Look like they're being extra, you know, cautious with him and his shoulder injury. And he said that, you know, thing his shoulders responded a lot 
better than he expected. And he, he was out there on the practice field today. And, and, you know, with that play action, you know, what's that going to do for Trey McBride? Yeah. I mean, to go from if, if the defense reads run and it's a play action pass, usually guys like Trey McBride or Rondell Moore are wide open in the middle of the field. And, and Kyler Murray's ability and arm talent to get them the ball, it just is all like it, it all trickles down. And, and it's just, it should just be a way better product offensively. And we saw a decent product for like a stretch, but not with the upside, I think, that it presents with two just playmaking players returning your lineup. Not one, but two playmaking players in, in Kyler Murray and James Conner. I mean, two of your best players, two of your top five best players on the team. I mean, we we joke about it. The Cardinals basically started this year after Buda Baker got hurt without their two best players. They cut their third best player, player at the end of the spring in DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> then James Conner goes down. I mean, like the Cardinals were already behind the eight ball, and then you just strip them of the little talent, proven talent that they had. It'd be tough. I love this comment here from Jessica, basically saying like, JG is the king of, of Will C. And like, it doesn't bother me, and I'm sure it doesn't bother a large majority of you, but there is kind of that narrative with the head coach right now. And what kind of we're alluding to is you're not getting a whole lot of um, transparency from from Jonathan Gannon these days at his, at, his, at his press conference, right? And, you know, I can tell it's weighing on some folks in a, in a fan base right now that's, uh, I, I would say, a little bit irritated, one in eight, waiting for players to return, waiting to invest, who's part of the future, like, do you think it's a problem the way the Cardinals are kind of conducting themselves for, quote unquote, a competitive advantage? Or is it naive to say, you know, hey, this team that's one and eight, you don't get to kind of screw around like that at press conferences. Like, we know what you are and what you aren't. Yeah, I mean, it's going to have to be followed up with winning. They're, right. they're not set up to be successful right now. I think that they have the ability, obviously, to win some games here down the stretch. And I've maintained this even with the previous staff or any staff and any sport that exists right now and in the future is like, if you're going to go against the grain, if you're going to utilize anything, especially that's supposed to become public knowledge to help a fan base, just know information and you utilize it for the sake of competitive advantage, you better be competitive each and every mm -hmm. week. And like, I, under, I, I can, absolutely see it through the eyes and the ears of people that are already kind of like rolling their eyes at it. It's, it's Robert Downey Jr. Eye roll gif. Uh, and, I, and I completely understand that because it, it does align. And it's one of the few things that aligns with the previous coaching staff, how the previous team uh, regime did it. Um, and, you know, I, I think Kyle Odegaard made a great point and, it, and it, I almost, I forgot about it, but you know, when he was covering the team and Kyler, Kyle still does cover the team for compare bet is how refreshing it was when, when Bruce Arians would be as transparent as possible with the status of injured players. And then he would poke fun at teams that they beat for trying to use that as a, as kind of a cloak and competitive advantage. And it's just like, I, I miss those days but I don't think we'll ever get back to that with Jonathan Gannon. But I think at some point he'll realize, and he's he's open-minded to it. Like he was very open-minded going into how he was going to get a cadence with the media and with the fan base. And at this point, like there's, you're not going to be able to change him right now. Like he's in the thick of this season. But I think at the end of the season, going into his next season, I think he'll be open-minded to an extent to to providing at least information of some sort instead of just saying because it was it happened it was like three consecutive questions basically answered with we'll see
Yeah, that's 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 not what you want to see. No, we'll see something else hopefully in the future from from JG. Uh, <laughs> we got a super chat here, a fan, friend of the program. Appreciate your support, brother. AZ fan, nineteen ninety eight, two dollars. K one Connor will get us our second win. Time to streak. I, I happen to agree with you. I, I think so many good vibes with this team, despite what has gone on these last. You're Frank nine the Tank. Weeks. We're going streaking. That's through right. The quad. We're gonna. I mean, listen. Crazy things have happened. I I think there is a general consensus right now that there are some teams that are are headed toward the first overall pick, and that the Cardinals have enough positives that they're not going to be one of those teams. Like the Giants are down to their third string quarterback. The Patriots are just a disaster. Right? Hell, I I think the Rams could go south really quick. It. I I honestly do believe like if these players stay healthy, and that's the biggest thing, especially with James Conner. And we look back over these next eight games, and you get all eight games from Hollywood, K1, James Conner, and of course, you know, Trey McBride. You're, you're going to be able to put together a couple W's here, and you're going to feel really good about the trajectory of this team. Now, anything can happen, and people can go down, and that's the unfortunate part of football. But I do like that the Cardinals do one of two things they play rookies, and they mm-hmm. play rookies at premium positions. Never have we questioned Paris Johnson Jr. at right tackle, Michael Wilson at wide receiver. Garrett Williams hasn't missed a beat since he's entered the lineup. B. Joe Gelari was in there for the first series last week. But then also, it's like these guys that are making a premium, we're going to play them too. And hopefully they're part of our future. We're not going to sit them. If, if they can perform, they're going to be out there. But, I mean, that that's it's a, two-week, it's a two-month trial basis for a lot of these guys. We need to be able to see definitive clarity. And that was what the last regime, if anything, they were horrific in so many areas, developing, drafting. But we we would exit seasons in January, February. Like I remember, not to get off topic, Michael Bidwell did like an end of the year, like kind of press release dialogue video on, on the team's website. And he called Isaiah Simmons and Byron Murphy stars. And it was after Simmons' first year and Byron Murphy's second year. I'm like, mm-hmm. how can you say these players are stars? I don't know anything about them. They barely ever play. Byron played la- less his second year. And Isaiah Simmons barely played at all his first year. And they were calling them stars because that you had to sell something. We need to know. Well, and also he, he had his buddy Steve Keim telling him like, "Oh, these guys are stars." But his head coach wasn't playing him. They, Vance Joseph, yeah. his defensive coordinator, wasn't playing him. Everybody is on the same page with this. Mm-hmm. And like, despite what we're not getting in press conferences, we should feel good about that as Cardinal fans because you, there's a clear direction, and the direction right now is let's compete. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's let's compete and build for the future at the same time. It's it's a fine line, and obviously it doesn't work out all the time. But when you have the luxury of that and playing young players and, and letting them fail on the field and learning from their mistakes and developing, that's the key word, developing. Because there mm-hmm. was, and you know, JG's maintained this, you know, before the season that this is going to be a team that's going to be a draft and develop team. And in order to do that, you got to let your players go out there and fail. And that that's so important. And I think that's going to pay off, you know, immensely for this organization going forward. You know, I, I know people haven't seen the productivity. They haven't seen the him flash enough for BJ Ojolari, but he's getting the snaps and, and it's something hopefully by, you know, going into the off season and having a full NFL off season, uh, you know, OTAs and training camp to, to get himself ready that by year two, this is a guy that can be somebody that can make an impact 
on a down-to-down basis. Same thing goes for like Garrett Williams, who's been fantastic since his return in his three games. Michael Wilson gets back on track. Uh, you know, he talked about JG did give us a little info on John Gaines and some injured players. You know, those are guys that are in the building working every day to get back. So it does give you excitement. Like even though the wins aren't there this season, that they're building something and it's not so much that this is just a complete lost season, uh, that, that has, is a result of a massive rebuild. We're going to talk more about this game. Practice reports. Where are DJ Humphreys, Will Hernandez? That's coming up. But right now, if you're not on BetMGM, what are you waiting for? The BetMGM Sportsbook app, premium sportsbook app. Visit BetMGM.com, dabble on your desktop computer, or visit them iOS or Android mobile device. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to pull up because I've been looking at this line all day. Bo, you want to take a guess what Cardinals hosting the Atlanta Falcons is down to with our friends at BetMGM, the line specifically? I believe it's a it's a one-point favorite for the Falcons. One Okay, you're going to book it in at one. I'm going to say one and a half. So it is back up to one and a half right now. The only reason that I said that is I did see the Drake London, who was out last week, is back practicing. So maybe that factored in the mm-hmm. over-under Really tempting right now with BetMGM 44. I I would I think Cardinals are going to score over 20 points, and you know depending on if Atlanta can get theirs, they put up points last week. It's it's going to be a great place to wager on this game, regardless. With our friends at BetMGM, can this game get down to a pick'em? Well, in the meantime, while you're checking that out, check out the promo code PHNX. Input that promo code for new customers at BetMGM. Super easy. Download the app now. Place them your $10 bet. You're going to get $200 in bonus bets instantly, regardless of your wager of the outcome of your wager. So if you put it on the Cardinals to win, if they lose, you still get those $200. If they win, you get your winnings plus those 200 bucks. So what can be better than that? Check them out right now, betmgm.com. Check out the show notes for full details. Now listen to my guy, Shane Diefenbach, talk about it in the disclaimer. Problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369-NEW YORK. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. $11 gets you in the Kyler Murray's debut on Sunday if you check mm. out the Game Time app. Uh, you want to go check out maybe Arizona State Hoops. You want to check out Phoenix Suns basketball. You want to check out uh, maybe some GCU hoops. You want to see the Arizona tip-off in a month. It's going to have some big-time college hoops programs here in downtown Phoenix. Yeah, you don't want to miss out on that. You don't want to miss out on anything. And Game Time is going to put you right there at any game concert that you're going to want to see. Uh, just check it out. Do this Do this for me. Check out and download the Game Timeout. Create an account. Use the code PHNX for $20 off your first purchase. So if you buy two tickets to the Arizona Cardinals game for $11 a piece, it's $22. Of course, you're going to have a few fees on there, but then you use that promo code PHNX, and you're almost going to the game for free. You can also use Game Time to get your, your parking pass as well. I bought a parking pass as low as $2 to a Cardinals game. It saves you Woo-hoo-hoo. a ton of cash. You can do it all with the Game Time app. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Uh, our DJ Humphreys, Will Hernandez, is going to be a Game Time decision ahead of Sunday's contest. Bo, what can you tell us? Cardinals 
are getting healthy in certain areas, but now maybe lacking up front on the offensive line. Yeah, Will Hernandez did not participate in practice. He was a DMP. So was DJ Humphreys. But we at least saw Will Hernandez working out on the side. That's the extent I can tell you. Did not see DJ Humphreys. Uh, I am concerned that DJ Humphreys is going to miss significant amount of time. Wouldn't be shocked, and I have no like true insight. This is just all speculation uh, that th- he would be a candidate for IR, um, and and so that kind of really makes things interesting for this Cardinals team. Uh, DJ Humphreys working through an ankle injury, and then what uh, what Will Hernandez is is dealing with w- was a knee. So, and we'll see if if he even gets out to the practice field at all this week. But it really feels like. You know, best case scenario, DJ Humphreys is just out this week. I would be shocked to see him in the lineup in week 10 against the Falcons. So Calvin Beecham is obviously the the obvious choice to play left tackle this week. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to try our, our Paris Johnson Jr. recommendation at least this year. It feels like that maybe that's an offseason uh, hurdle that they try to tackle if they kick over Paris if DJ is not back. So you've got now Kelvin Beecham, the veteran at left tackle. What's the plan then at right guard, assuming Will Hernandez can't go? Because then it becomes you turn your best offensive lineman, your best strength at right guard into maybe a little bit of a turnstile. What's the plan right there? Yeah, you have to see like Tristan Colon was out again. And, you know, is he somebody that can kind of kick around if he gets back out there on the practice field later this week? He's still dealing with a calf. Probably not an option. Dennis Daly probably remains at left guard. And then you start looking at some of these guys like that they just claimed off waivers from the Browns and Doug Kramer Jr. Uh, I'm sorry, the Bears. He came over from Chicago. And then you start looking at, I mean, the guard spot, you probably have to elevate, you know, Marquise Hayes. Just give yourself some depth. But it is a scarce, scary position for this Arizona Cardinals team that has been a strength. Like the right side of that, that offensive line has been a strength with Paris Johnson Jr., and uh, and Will Hernandez, they've just been you know set it and forget it, and you can't say that this much this this week. You know, it, it's curious with the Kelvin Beecham. You know, is he going to be your guy that just fills in for DJ Humphreys? Because we saw Carter o- O'Donnell actually come in and play that left tackle spot in place of DJ last week. It wasn't really Kelvin Beecham, so. You know, he, Beach played nine snaps and, and Carter O'Donnell played 17 snaps. So I, I don't know which way they're going. If they want Beach to be more of a guy that backs up and is, is on the right side, it's something uh, certainly that we'll ask about going forward. I know Howard Baltzer has been all over this offensive line and the injures, injuries in, in, in the press conference. But as we pointed out, you know, the previous topic with, with you know, the, being tight-lipped in press conferences, it's tough to kind of, get any information really on these injured players. Yeah. It's really unfortunate the week that you need your offensive line to be at his best at their best with Kyler Murray returning. It looks like it could be their most compromised week to date. Now, Will Hernandez did miss time. I want to say like a month ago during practice. Remember that like he missed most of practice that week ended up playing. I can't remember who Mm -hmm. the opponent was. Yeah. And -hmm. his back was, was dinged up a little bit Is he's a, he's a tough SOB man. Like I wouldn't put it past Will, Will Hernandez. Like if he's, at least out there in some capacity. If he's limited tomorrow, I would take that as a really positive sign. Um, he's one of the biggest war daddy gamers that the, the Cardinals have on the roster. He's he's the dark, you know, you want to take him with you down a dark alley to, to protect your ass if you're yeah. if you have the Marine company. So I'm hopeful, uh, but that's an interesting nugget on the tackle, man. I mean, it just 
shows you that this this team they want to rebuild they will rebuild the offensive line it's going to take time i i think yelda frold hold is somebody that obviously on a two-year deal i think he's an easy plug and play back for for 2024 assuming you can't get a significant upgrade obviously we like what we've seen from paris will hernandez is under contract but Man, that that left side of the offensive line needs a makeover. Like mm-hmm. makeover, more athletic, younger. And I I think, you know, maybe they dabble in free agency, but there are too many premium tackles at the top of the draft, assuming they can be in a position to nab one and not take a quarterback or a wide receiver. I, I think, you know, we gotta duct tape this this bad boy and do our best over these next two months because it's gonna look dra- dramatically different next year. I mean, uh, you see this kid at Kansas State, Cooper Beebe's is just an absolute beast, just bulldozing kids in the Big 12, which is great. You know, could they get him uh, in with one of their six top three round picks? Yeah. You know, along with like a Joe Alt. And hey, there you go. You just got three, three fixtures and then you got the versatility of Jonathan Gaines. Like, could he play kick in and play center like he was before his injury? So uh, they're in a, in a really advantageous situation draft capital wise to, to bolster it, but trying to get there between now and then in the final eight games of the season, I know you got a bye week mixed in there that helps, but it's, it, it was like, that was the one thing that you could take away from Sunday that transcended the ass kicking that you took on the field was the injuries, especially to the offensive lines. Like, Oh, well this will kind of uh, the stench will creep into week 10 in the debut of Kyler Murray because it was such a consistent and there was a ton of continuity across that offensive line outside of the left guard spot all season long. And now you can't say the same for that going into week 10. Don Allen, the chat put Paris at left tackle where he wants to be. I, I think a lot of it just kind of depends on who they're able to secure. I mean, if they're, if you're looking at what the Detroit Lions have done, you know, Taylor Decker came in was their left tackle. Panay Sewell was a left tackle during his time at Oregon was a better prospect frankly and they said no you're just gonna play right tackle for us yeah and if if joe alt is an arizona cardinal and joe alt's been playing left tackle and paris johnson jr just played 17 weeks at left at right tackle in the nfl it seems like a pretty easy situation to kind of remedy I, it's a it's a problem or a conversation well we can have a conversation now but it's a problem they're gonna have to address down the line but it's 20 I, years I, old he's he's six eight he's just a mammoth of a, of a young man i mean it just it gets really excited. feels like he's he's got a date with Arizona if they yeah. don't take Marvin Harrison Jr. I mean, he's just he's so flipping good. Like, I make a point. I don't love Notre Dame football. I make a point to watch them every week because of how supremely gifted he is. He's exactly what the Cardinals need. And I, DJ Humphreys, he rebounded from 2015. I thought he was a massive bust, had a really nice resurgence the second half of his career, got a second contract, did some good things with Cliff Kingsbury, but, I mean, it's like that – the game is one up front and, and DJ Humphreys has been a little bit of a liability. Let's just call him that, especially against really gifted pass rushers. The Cardinals, the Cardinals desperately need to be younger and more athletic on both sides of the line of scrimmage. When they also give you that, you remember like playing youth sports growing up, whether it was baseball, basketball, PB yeah. football, and the other team would come out and they just had just like these corn fed, just monsters of, of players. And like the Cardinals would have that, like, you would have these like Joe Alt, Paris Johnson come out of the tunnel, and the other team would be like, "Holy shit! Look mm-hmm. at these guys. They they just look like they look like the monsters as far as just just the athletes that they would put out and deploy on the offensive line. I mean, just well, it's, just monsters. It's about the mindset where this franchise wants to go, and I think at every position, minus quarterback, like 
Kyler Murray works. You keep Kyler Murray, mm-hmm. you know, regardless of his stature and his size. Well, look what they've done at wide receiver. Michael Wilson, right? Trey McBride, obviously, he's getting ample targets now. He's a big physical player. You know, James Conner, but I think I think they want a big back. And then, obviously, you know, they, they took a big corner. They took a big outside linebacker. I mean, they, they want to become a physically imposing team. Because that's, at the end of the day, you need high-end quarterback play. But the NFC West, man, it's about hitting people in the mouth. You know, mm-hmm. you've got three coaches that all pride themselves in, in you know, in their heyday on physicality, physical football. And you can't – and that was the antithesis of what Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kime were doing. They were doing tweener off-ball linebackers and undersized wide receivers. So, it's, I mean, it's a reason, big reason why the Cardinals couldn't man up and play big boy football in December and January when these other teams are, are hitting their stride. The Cardinals have peaked in October because they're built – they were a finesse team. They need to get away from – playing finesse football. And again, I, I think they've done a really nice job here. It's it's a true pleasure when they do have success this year running mm-hmm. the football. And I, I hope the run game is still a big part of what they do now with Kyler Murray in the fold. Yeah, and, you know, Connor's going to help with that no matter what the offensive line looks like. He, he even showed when the offensive line was humming that if if they didn't win their one-on-one and, and you had a defender in the backfield, that, that Connor was – equipped to make a play and yeah that, you can't say that for the previous couple of weeks the last four weeks without james connor whether it was ingram or demarcado or, or tony jones jr it just the playmaking just wasn't there the ability to to make a play when it's blown up that's what kyler and james connor hopefully they don't have to do it too much uh you know clays campbell gets through unscathed that that would that would be a disaster but uh you do have the ability to still make a play we're going to talk a little K1. K1 was supposed to talk to the media. He he didn't, but you got plenty to say on the franchise quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals. But you know what else has something to say about AZ? Uh, Desert Financial, the official credit union of the Arizona Cardinals. Again, I know I've shared this story before. Like, we moved to Arizona two and a half years ago. I was still banking, you know, back, back out east. And it's just, it's a pain in the butt to change banks, to go to a new credit union, uh, not with Desert Financial. It is the most seamless, easiest, most convenient credit union I have ever used. I'm, I'm talking like minimal fees, supreme customer service. They've got savings accounts, mortgages, loans, credit cards, investments. It's a it's a true one-stop shop that's going to help you and your family invest and get you your money when you need it. And if you're an Arizona sports fan, there's no better place than to do your banking with, than with Desert Financial Credit Union. You can show your team spirit. They've got an exclusive Arizona Cardinal debit card, which may or may not be the one I chose, you know, between us. Represent the Red Sea with the Arizona Cardinals Visa debit card. Show your team spirit. Open a free, free checking account online. Get an Arizona Cardinal Visa debit. Go to desertfinancial.com slash Cardinals to get started. And when I say open it online, like it takes what, like 15, 20 minutes. They send you your card. You're good to go. I mean, like if, if you're looking to save time, and get your money now, do it with Desert Financial. I mean, talk about ad reads that fit the individual host. Johnny's telling you about Desert Financial and banking and stuff like that. I'm going to tell you about 
Wink and Countdown. <laughs> How about your seltzer with some I like Wink. I like dabble with Wink. Absolutely. All the, all the money you get uh, from Desert Financial, you make that <laughs> withdrawal or you use your That's money right. Cardinals debit card and you're going and you're going to check yourself out in the uh, botanical uh, dispensaries, in the Sunday good dispensaries, because you're going to yeah. buy yourself some Wink and some Countdown. We're all in on the seltzers. I think everybody, if you open up your fridge, you got Four Peaks and then you got the seltzers there as well. This is a little different twist. If you're not in on the alcohol uh, and more dabble with cannabis, THC, whatever it may be, Wink is your seltzer with THC. It's that laid-back friend that keeps that party from going off the rails. They're not the crazy people hanging off your fridge door and breaking it. They're chilling. They're they're watching the movies. They're, they're having a good time. Countdown's the sister product. Get ready for liftoff with that. So whatever experience you're looking for, Wink. And Countdown, they've got it for you. They're available in 2.5 milligrams and 5 milligram cans. You can find Wink right here in Arizona. Look for Wink at Sunday Goods Dispensaries in the Valley Botanica Dispensary in Tucson. You can also save money online by going to drinkwink, D-R-I-N-K-W-Y-N-K.com. Use that promo code PHNX. You get 20% off. That's the promo code PHNX for 20% off at drinkwink.com. So fans um, of the Cardinals and, and, you know, us who covered the team, like we, we were told today, Kyler Murray was going to talk to the media. Like you were in person, K1 press conference, uh, newsflash spoiler. It did not happen. I can, I can, I can add, I can shed some light on this. Okay? Yeah. I was just about to say, can you give us some context? So every week Cardinals give us, you know, what the practice times are, who's going to be available at press conferences. And every Wednesday, at least for the first eight weeks, it was, it was Joshua Dobbs, right? Yeah. He was going to talk on Wednesday. That's the slot for the starting quarterback to talk each and every week for the Cardinals. Cardinals haven't officially named starting quarterback. Worst kept secret in the league. I know that, but they haven't named anybody. Kyler Murray on the Cardinals depth chart, QB one, Clayton Toon, QB two, Toon started on Sunday. So they're using this, uh, this cloak once again. Um, but you know, we were told by Cardinals media relations, whatever, that there was a chance that Kyler could talk, right? They okay. never said gotcha. Kyler was going to talk. And, and then, you know, I, I believe their own, uh, behind the scenes, like media team was just prepared for it. They'd set up, you know, like we do on daily shows, like they had a, a YouTube channel for it. And they had it, I believe on, on their social media on Twitter that yeah. he, he was going to have a press conference uh, and, and then they move, like, usually it's right after practice. You talk to the quarterback, you go into the locker room for the remaining a lot of time that you can talk to players. We got a full 45 minutes in the locker room, uh, with the players and getting the interview them from Hollywood Brown to Trey McBride to, you know, Michael Wilson. And, you know, Kyler Murray is a busy man this week and they just, it just never came to fruition. It just never happened. Unfortunately, hopefully the next two days of practice between Thursday and Friday, we'll get to hear from Kyler Murray. Um, and but it just never happened, and unfortunately, you know, just jumped the gun a little bit. And and I I feel I feel for those people who were sitting in that you know YouTube chat or you know minutes, on, on social media. media. Yeah, it's they it were sucks. waiting. It sucks. I saw somebody. I don't know if it was our chat or somewhere on Twitter saying this is a competitive disadvantage to your fan base by by doing this every week. And it's just come on. As Jessica says, you know, I, um, I think it does a disservice a bit to the quarterback. Like, you know, somebody in, in, in this, take it very with a grain of salt. And I want you to take it with a grain of salt. But the, the national and public perception about Kyler Murray, and then, you know, somebody says, okay, and it looks official to everybody, even though you know, that he's going to talk and he doesn't talk. 
it doesn't help him out in any way. No. And like, I believe everything that has been said about him is true. He's working his butt off. He's ingratiated himself, poised to be this team's quarterback this year and beyond. Showcase that. You know, I'm, Kyler Murray's not opposed to talking, but I think the last time he spoke was when I was with you at, in the preseason at, at training camp. I don't think we've heard from him in a press conference style. Mm. It's been like three months, you yeah. know, and I know it, has, it hasn't been appropriate, but like they didn't make him available when he came, you know, and with a practice window activated off pup. And it's, it's, I, I hope that they, they opt to do so before Sunday. But I mean, like, are you really going to have his first time meeting with the media post game on Sunday, especially if they take an L like, that's not a great look either. Like let's, Let's have an opportunity to chat with Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. Let's get him back in front of these fans. Let's name him the starter. And then let's let Sunday play out. Let's right. not have all these kind of contingencies and things hanging over his head. It's like, oh, God, I haven't seen these people in, you know, four months. I got to go talk to the media. I, you want it to be as seamless as it used to be. And it just feels like indirectly or directly, they're making kind of everything more difficult than it needs to be. Like I, none of this should be as people are pointing out in the chat. Everyone knows he's playing because mm-hmm. the alternative is a literal disaster dumpster fire, and we saw it last weekend. You can't put your fan base through that. You can't put those fifty-two men that ride or die with K one through that. You, you'll you'll be on the verge of losing the locker room. So I mean, like they've done a nice job being transparent up until this point with the fan base. You know, in the off season, talking about their plan. We chatted with Monty Osford and JG at the combine. They were incredibly upfront about what mm-hmm. they were going to do. They didn't know if they were going to keep Hopkins. They got rid of him, right? So now it's just like this is a smart fan base like that deserves full transparency as it relates to the most important position that people are invested in. If mm-hmm. you know what you're doing, and the Atlanta Falcons know what you're doing, let's go through, let's not go through the motions here. Let's right. go through a normal, let's get back to normalcy. Because we have not had normalcy as a franchise for about 18 months. Can we just, can we have our, our shit together, please? And, right. And not make news with no news. Well, what it feels like, and it might be a poor analogy, is like you, you had a partner that was unfaithful, right? Sure. And you know what the signs look like. As good as your new partner is and you're seeing like, oh, there's a red flag. That's for, that, that looks similar. Yeah. And, and it's like they're, they're giving you reasons to doubt all the good stuff and all the goodwill that they've, they've garnered over the last since since Monty took the job since JG took the job and since Kyler Murray's been on the path to rehab he's done everything right and, and then some I mean Jonathan Gannon said it's exceeded his, his expectations so it's like this new K1 people just want to see it they just want to hear from him right and it's I I don't put any of the the you know him not talking today on, on Kyler Murray I'm, I'm sure Kyler Murray no I mean Hollywood Brown and we'll we'll play what Hollywood Brown had said in a few minutes here, and what Trey McBride said too. But Hollywood Brown basically was like, he asked Kyler Murray a couple of weeks ago, "Is like, dude, you ever take a day off? Like, his rehab has been so intense, and it he like in in Zach Allen talked about this when he had his own injury, like, and I, and I know it's a weird combo and comp, but like Zach Allen had the ankle injury, had surgery in the off season, and he was working ten hour days." I don't doubt that that's the type of schedule that Kyler Murray's been on for the bulk of this rehab. Uh, so in, in this last push to get him ready for his debut, I'm sure his calendar is booked. But it's, it, it, it's, it also takes different parts of this organization to make sure that 
people aren't waiting around for a starting quarterback that's not going to get to the podium. And it's even more ridiculous when you see my co-host posting highlights on Twitter of Kyler Murray shredding at practice today. I believe we have those highlights today yeah. for the show, but he, but he, we don't know if he's starting. Uh, you guys judge for yourself if Kyler Murray is going to start this week. Yeah, is that? It looks like Darren Mercado is there in the background. It, it was there was a ton of guys working out on the side, but yeah, Kyler's just kind of it's it's your ninety seconds dose of daily dose of Kyler. You'll get this every day this week as as we gear you up for the Atlanta Falcons. But yeah, worst kept secret in the NFL that that Kyler Murray is going to be back and at quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals. And like I said, Marquise Hollywood Brown will give you more insight on that. Here's him throwing to Michael Wilson. We haven't seen too much of that yet. So he's finally on the north side of the field where this active players, the wide receivers and tight ends, there's James Conner making a catch there. So James Conner looking every bit as much as he did before the injury. Nice little tight spiral to Trey McBride. Got Trey McBride, this, this is a beautiful pass down the field to McBride. He just catches him in stride. This is him under center. You got McBride coming off the line of scrimmage. A lot of lot of team McBride in this, Johnny. I, I geared I teed this up for you so you could just watch Trey Day oh, all day. Okay, yeah, he's a good player. I've heard of him. And some more Michael Wilson. I mean, this was just this. I, did I just make this specifically for my co-host just to fuel well, his, his like romance? You know, their best players are are being thrown to by their franchise quarterback now. You, you absolutely love to see it. it's what I was talking about earlier. P- play the best players. Trey yeah. McBride's your best tight end, and Michael Wilson should be starting. Those are things I said back in June, but we'll just there's, dismiss There's that. Clayton Toon just shadowing like what he would be doing if he's playing. But <laughs> no, hey, Clayton, we're getting K1 ready. You might, you know, we're not going to name him starter, but so Clayton, just keep on shadow boxing or whatever the heck you're doing. Doing those. I, I, here's, doing. here's what I hope it is. I hope it's just experience or lack thereof from the new regime. Like we went through this, once before we're gonna we're gonna pivot how we do things moving forward because like this this ain't it i'm sorry like it don't give people a reason to to throw shade at this franchise when you've got articles coming out from the espn and the athletic talking about things that that are really unfortunate with like toxic workplace and the you know the weight room's got floorboards cracking up like can can we can somebody just be transparent and be excited for this fan base that kyle murray's playing this week well, like, and also we will, we'll carry the water every day yeah. because we know it's happening. Can God forbid the team also do that? I, I had reached the point of, of YouTube viewing last night. I, I texted you about this. Where forgot for whatever fucking reason, I I turned right. on a Florio clip, and it's him talking about it. Tyler Murray. My eyes, God, take my eyes, please, be in my ears when Florio is yeah. talking about this team because he's like, it makes sense from a business decision that the Arizona Cardinals wouldn't play Kyler Murray. It's like, what the hell are you talking about? As soon as you, hopefully, I, I'm hoping that as soon as people see him play, you realize why the Cardinals were always anticipated deploying him and putting him out there and weren't going to hesitate to play him because, because uh, the fear of a football player getting injured like that's the most absurd thing i've ever heard he also said by the way and this made me almost up chuck and it made me text you was uh clayton tune had 58 y- total yards on on sunday he's like i don't i don't think kyler could have done much better it's oh like, my god full stop full stop florio you have just even for you that is low and discredits everything you've said before and after this but all right so talk about worst kept secret ever Talking to Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown was great. Check out our social at PHNX underscore Cardinals. Oh, it was always great. Yeah, and, and and check out my stuff at Bo Brock. 
Hollywood Brown asked about by Howard Balzer is you expect Kyler Murray to be in there on Sunday. I don't, I don't, I don't think there's no doubt in my mind. I think he's going to play. <laughs> I don't think there's any doubt in my mind that he's going to play. And we got to do that. We have to do it for, was it a third consecutive week, this dog and pony show? Does Gannon talk tomorrow? No. Tomorrow is like Buddha Baker and locker room. Gannon so, talks on Friday morning. So Friday, he's going to announce Kyler's going to start. Do you think there's a possibility he could say Hollywood just did? Hollywood. <laughs> I mean, do you think it's a possibility Gannon could, could wait until Sunday and do the rope a dope, you know, Clayton Tuner, Kyler Murray? No. Like, because so it's going to be Friday. He'll announce it officially. I don't know. I mean, he, he, I think Friday because we had to he, get through practice. We had to we had to wait see how practice he, goes. And he, and he talks before the last practice. Oh of the my week. god, the walk through practice. Like, yeah, like, hey, hey, you know, yeah, he's like it's it's looking that way. He could potentially give it us. It's looking that way. I hope you're right. I hope he comes out Friday and he just points the camera. Yeah, and he's, Dan, he's, I'm a big fan. He's back. Help yourself, Friday. Can we can we cut the shit, man? Don't don't linger this on. This is embarrassing. I, I, everybody collectively wants to move on and focus on what matters, and that's beating the Atlanta Falcons this weekend. No one is believing that you're going to play Clayton Toon, and if you did, then everybody should be fired. If, if then, Clayton Toon runs out of the tunnels, the starter at State Farm <laughs> Stadium, immediately turn around, get your money back for your tickets. We'll, we'll probably immediately go live, and everybody <sighs> should be fired because that's a joke. With, can we not do that, please? It's not. Yeah, because that that is the most far fetched thing. Ever it's not. It would never happen. Right, it's not right. happening. Yet your quarterback that you were going to play instead of Kyler Murray yeah. is in Minnesota right now. He's starting for the Vikings. He's not a part. Whatever we saw was an albatross last week. It was an abomination, and it was a hand into the baton. Hey, yeah. can you get us through four quarters? That's over. Mm-hmm. Be transparent with with your peeps now. Come on. I mean, Junior's saying, like, Gannon's going to punch Hollywood for that. I, I think the players can now gang up on Gannon and no, say, no, hey, what, yes. are, what are we players doing? should be like, what are, Jason, we doing? Because what are we doing here? Not only that, like you got. Let's play the clip from Trey McBride, and you can decide for yourself. I mean, who? I mean, Trey McBride also is is pretty much talking about you know the the quarterback position and who's expected to to play the position come Sunday, and then some for another player that was designated to return today. Here's McBride. You know, Kyler coming back is a huge uh, asset for our team. You got James coming back as well. It just kind of feels like uh, rejuvenated, rejuiced. And uh, obviously, you know, going in to win this game and uh, have those two guys back would be a huge key to this offense. There are going to be people like in the media, in the fan base, rightfully say like Gannon doesn't owe anybody anything. And that's fine. And And I agree with that to an extent. Totally agree. Totally agree. Because all that matters is the the byproduct of what goes on this weekend. But when you lose like this franchise has done this year, and then before Gannon and Austin Ford got here, you have to be able to read the room a little bit. Like there's the, you know what this quality, I always talk to my kids about this. It's called like with itness. Are you with it? Can you take the temperature of the room? Like if I'm having a conversation with kids? my wife. Yeah, because if I'm That's having intense. a conversation with my wife or if I'm on the phone with somebody and my son comes up, and just gets in my face and yells something about you know the t- YouTube TV not working. I'm I'm just I tell I say Hudson, just read the room, buddy. And we talk about with itness. Jonathan, yeah, yeah. are you with it? Are you with yeah. it? Yeah, <laughs> I you know I try not to be an asshole about it. It's just that like, can we let's let's read the room here, buddy. 
Jonathan Gannon and company need to read the room with this fa- this fragile fan base right now. I'm begging them, please, can we just cut the shit and move mm-hmm. on? Everybody knows what's happening. Last week was an embarrassment. Mm-hmm. It, you, I mean, they embarrassed themselves on Sunday. And I think this coaching staff is going to be fabulous long term. I'm so excited with what we've seen. Sunday would like legitimately burn the tape. Gannon should have gone to the press conference Sunday afternoon and said the plan is to start Kyler Murray next week. He wasn't quite ready to play today. We're fired up. You know, Clayton did some good things. We're, we, we didn't help him enough today. We're fired up about Kyler playing next week. At the very least, you say all those things on Monday. And it's just, man, it's, I agree. It's, 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 it's really unfortunate because I don't want to be talking about this. There are 250 people in this chat right now, and they, and they all know the plan. I, I right. don't doubt, it. and you give yourself a like on this video to basically pat yourself on the back. Like I'm a, I'm a very informed fan. I understand that, but it's it's crazy. Thank you, Buddha. Drop a like. It's crazy that there is parts of this fan base that will watch those press conferences and get and just kind of look at the Cardinals from a peripheral and and take what is said in press conference by the head coach of this team at face value. And there are people that base their decision on going to the game or not going to the game. And you are losing out on an ability to get people who are Cardinals fans that maybe haven't been there all season long, that if you told them Kyler Murray was starting at quarterback on Sunday definitively, they're buying tickets to the game, game time, wherever, and, and getting in the stadium. And, and, and you I think are missing out on that. And it's the same argument. I know you disagree with this, that I think that they tried to hedge with Murray potentially returning sooner than he was ever going to come back in an attempt to get people excited about him playing. And it like the, this franchise has come a long way. We're just, we're seeing some shortcomings with this franchise that they need to clean up. Nothing that they can't remedy, but like, you know, do better in certain areas. We're asking you to do better. We want you to do better. Um, somebody that's going to be able to, to help you all do better uh, with, with regard to getting gas, saving on gas Premium gas, not a premium price, Bullbrock. 25 cents per gallon, your first five Phillips with our friends at Circle K. Free membership program. They've got pizza, coffee, ice-cold fountain drinks. Filled up today, and then I drove down the street and I saw a competitor. Exponentially more expensive than my Mm -hmm. friends at Circle K. Join the inner circle right now. Download the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for more details. Yeah, you got to join the inner circle. It's it's a must. Uh, you get in and you get that six one free, Johnny. I mean, he hits that six one free by Wednesday of the of the week. He's he's always free ninety nine, baby. That's right. He's always cashing in on a free app uh, and getting free stuff by just becoming a member of the inner circle. You can join Johnny Memorable myself as well, um, and also you can join by becoming a diehard today. Join us here at PHNX. And we saw it in the chat. Absolutely. PHNX listeners, viewers, consumers, they're the most just dialed in fan in the Valley. No doubt about it. You can become even more dialed in uh, by getting access to our member discord, chatting it up, talking coyotes, talking Cardinals, talking Suns, talking D backs. What are the D backs doing in free agency? Bradley Beal's set to make his debut for the Suns. You will be on top of all the breaking news by becoming a Go PHNX diehard today. And also, it's going to get you free swag like this hat, like that hat that Johnny has, a free shirt that you can also win in trivia today. But you can also just get one yourself for free by becoming a diehard today. Check out more info. GoPHNX.com. Also, the PHNXlocker.com for all that free gear and all that great fire gear. 
Uh, we're fired up this weekend because we know Kyler Murray is playing. And uh, if you're not going to be at State Farm Stadium, there's only one place to watch the game this weekend. It's with me, Britton Golden, Saul Bookman, Damon Dog, and the rest of the PHNX family at Gila River Resorts and Casinos Wild Horse Pass. This weekend, come hang out, have an opportunity to win a couple signed pieces of memorabilia, including, I believe, a helmet bow and a football. This weekend, Gila River Resorts and Casinos Wild Horse Pass. I cannot wait. It is flipping fantastic. Arizona's largest casino sports book. They've got top golf. It's going to be a banner day. It's a celebratory day. And we're going to do it with our friends at Gila River. And we're going to do you one better. So we started our trivia yesterday, Bo Brock, with our friends uh, at Gila River. So here's basically what we're doing right now. Visit them at Gila.com for more details on all the great stuff they've got going on. Here's what we got going on ahead of Sunday. So you can win a T-shirt to pick up this Sunday at Gila River by answering one of our two trivia questions correctly. Plus, when you show up to claim your T-shirt, hang out, you have an opportunity to win those Kyler Murray signed pieces of memorabilia. You can come out anyway if you do not win a T-shirt today. We encourage you. I want to hang out. Let's party. Let's have a good time reintroducing Kyler Murray to the Valley, winning football, hopefully, to the Valley. But right now is your time times two we're gonna we did it yesterday we're gonna do it today we'll do it one more on friday's show here's an opportunity to win a piece of phnx sports merch for free a free t-shirt by answering one of two questions bull brock correctly yeah it's it's exciting it's gonna be uh this is, this is a great opportunity to get some free swag from the phnx locker so you want me to just jump into it so we'll do the same rules as yesterday or you, you got anything better we're no we're just, I, we're, I thought about it slept on it and your and yeah. your rule was sadly the best that that, yeah. that we could come up with i will say if anybody knows dirt bike boy we haven't gotten his t-shirt size yet charles gave me his size we're going to see charles and, and some of his members his, his family at the tailgate this weekend, Gila River Watch Party. Um, so, yeah, you win Perfect a T-shirt. Boy. Whoever you are, uh, let us know, and we'll get you a T-shirt. If you're just somebody who likes to jump in the trivia contest and dominate them, congratulations. You don't want the T-shirt, and we'll give it to somebody else. But What if uh, in today, instead of typing in the PHNX, uh, you mentioned this yesterday, Bo. We do PHNX. You type in PHNX and your answer. Mm. And then so the people that want to just get involved in the trivia but won't be able to make it to Gila River – that want to answer, they can put their answers in, but they're not, you know, signing Can't they up just for say the... it aloud at their computer or at their smartphone. Yeah. Well, but Damon, I love you, bro. I'm work. not sure I like that as much. I like this suspense of, okay, we pick a person and then I will say, I'm going to have a timer on my phone. You have 10 seconds to respond with your answer. Yeah. Be nicer to our guy, Damon dog. I, I said, I, I really you just completely crushed his idea. I don't idea. like that suggestion. I don't I don't there's like a little it. bit of a delay. So maybe 10 seconds is kind of unfair. This is okay, a, let's, don't fly let's in five seconds. No, just, you want to do longer? In? Okay. 15 seconds. Okay. 15 seconds from the moment we see you put in pH and X. These are tougher. I, somebody blew me shit. You're saying, yeah, any of the questions were too easy. Um, I'm, I don't know. Some Who did that? Google. Somebody said that to me. Uh, which is fine. I cranked it up to 11 today, okay. boys and girls in the chat. Do your best. <laughs> Question numero uno for my my very best friend, Damon. Johnny, your white boy said that he he messaged you on Instagram, so you're going to have to go to your, like... He said he messaged PHNX Cardinals, too. No, Dirt bike boy, just tell us your size right now. Do you mind just telling us your <laughs> size right now? <laughs> uh, take care of your dirt bike boy. 
Johnny on Instagram. Was it was it at Bronny Venerable on IG? Is he a dirt bike boy? He needs a small or is he a dirt bike man? And he, needs a, and he needs a large. All right, let's get this into a, this. No, a, no further delay with all these shenanigans. Let's let's win some people some uh, some t-shirts here. All right. This you first want me to get the first one since you did the first one yesterday. Yes, you read it for the folks at home. Okay. These were uh, conjured up by Johnny Venerable. He claims that they're super hard. So uh, Google quickly. All right. Damon, are you ready? Okay, Dirt Bike Boy is an XL. He's a Dirt Boy big boy. Uh, let's get uh, trivia question numero uno. Who is the last day three draft pick of the Arizona Cardinals to make a Pro Bowl? Holy shit, Johnny. Welcome to the fucking show. Oh, I, I, I think I know who it is. Who is the last day three draft pick of the Arizona Cardinals to make a Pro Bowl? Jump in with PHNX. If you know the answer, put PHNX. We'll put you on the spot. And then we've got anywhere from 15 to 120 seconds that you can answer the question. We got any All right. So, Didi. There we go. And you got to be in you got to be in Arizona too by the way, be able to pick this up. Didi Ooh. in the chat is following the rules. Didi, who you got as your response here uh, for this answer? I love this answer so much. Uh, when when <laughs> Alex saying Ronnie Venerable strikes again, uh, <laughs> listen, I thought this was a fun. I I day what three. I wanted. If, if if people and you guys aren't casual, but yeah, day one is the first round. Day two is day is rounds two and three, and then day three is rounds four through seven. Here's the deal, Didi, telling us he's not in Arizona. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, if I'm looking, you got to be in Arizona. Yeah. I'm looking at the chat right now and somebody did. I know. I, I, I love it. Is he, is he a walking uh, failure? Was was that one of the things that was said about this player? Yeah. The great, here's the best part about this player. He was not drafted by Steve Kime. So Steve Kime went over in 10 plus drafts on day three of the draft never found a pro bowler now i think jalen thompson deserves to be a pro bowler that's neither here nor there but and he was a supplemental draft pick yeah steve kime did not draft this player okay that's who's, a clue who's next on this list who's jumped in there i don't think we have any i think i think people are dumbfounded i might have gone too hard today um i need somewhere that was so much pride that's embarrassing Man, you, yeah, you I guys, see it. That's what I was talking about. It, somebody, you, right somebody is going is is jeopardying this and not doing it through the proper format. If you just say PHNX, and then you have one of you has right. the correct answer, and it, is, it's it's close to where Didi chimed in on the chat. I'll give you that little hint. Yeah, I somebody in Arizona put in PHNX, and and let's take a guess here. It's tough, man. Is this too hard now? I need to scale it back on for Friday show. Keep on seeing guesses but i don't see anybody jumping in with ph next to all right the next person that puts in the answer correctly and that is that is arizona based gets the t-shirt and i will tell you who it is jessica's putting in ph next jessica right. friend of the program let's see jessica. Got, jessica what do you got for a response here riveting podcasting this week by the yeah, way yeah i see I a couple that. of these these answers in here larry saying carlos dansby Bird gang gang saying, bro, I'm not even sure Bidwill knows this one. Jessica is correct. It is Justin Bethel. Yeah. 2012, six-round pick, made multiple Pro Bowls, a six-rounder, 
Rod Graves, one of his last draft picks. He was with the Cardinals from 2012-2017. Our guy, Britt Noden, knows Justin Bethel. He went to the Pro Bowl three times, most recently in 2015. He was an All-Pro that year. He was a phenomenal special teamer. But that just shows you. I want to just really emphasize how bad Steve Kime was as, at his job. Zero Pro Bowlers on day three of the NFL draft for Steve Kime. That's unreal. Justin Bethel, uh, great special teamer, bad cornerback. Because when I mentioned like Bruce Arians, when he had Bethel playing corner, he, he called him a like a failure in progress. <laughs> That's the kind of transparency <laughs> I want, Jonathan Gannon. That's how it's done right there. Uh, all right. Now hit us Just with the second DM question. One of us. Yeah, we'll get your T-shirt size. We'll see you this weekend at Gila River again. You didn't win, but you want to come out. Of course, come out. But Jessica, big winner today. Also entered to win uh, free signed swag at the Gila River. As is anyone that shows up. Yeah, anybody who shows up. There's so much much stuff up for grabs. Yeah. All right, read it, Johnny. Number two, Bo Brock. You got this one. Okay. When was the last road playoff win for the Arizona Cardinals? When was the last road playoff win? For the Arizona Cardinals. I know this one. A little bit easier. Still got to go back. Still got to go back. Yeah, it wasn't yesterday. Certainly wasn't the game I attended uh, at LA against All right. Sean McVay's Connor Rams. Stallions, uh, PHNX. He's got his guess, 1998. That is not... Uh, that is incorrect, Connor. Yeah. Uh, Arizona Animal, PHNX. Green Bay. That is not correct either. That was here. Cardinals own Green Bay, but all the games have been played at State Farm Stadium. We got anybody Who's else? Put in the correct answer. I've seen the correct answer. Who's going to put it in? You got to name the game. It was a horrible well. performance by the opposing quarterback. Wasn't it like four or five picks? He, on his birthday. <laughs> it was his birthday. <laughs> on his birthday. All right. Uh, there it is. I see it. Jesus in the chat. PHNX 09 against whom? The Carolina Panthers. Jake DeLome wets the bed. The Cardinals go in on the divisional round. Damon Dog. January 9th, 2009. Carolina, the divisional round in route to the Super Bowl. Like, I had to do a double take on that. I'm like, certainly they've won a home game or an away game on the road in the playoffs since the Super Bowl run. They haven't. No. They haven't. And most of them, unfortunately, have been unwatchable blowouts. So, hey, the Zeus next year and- they went on the road in New Orleans and lost, right? It, yeah. And it was that was such a weird, funky postseason because the, the Cardinals snuck in, obviously, is winning the NFC West, which is mm-hmm. not, was not what it is now, yeah. where it was just a dumpster fire. They sneak in and they have to go on the road and there was just a weird way that they got to host Philly in the NFC championship game because Philly didn't win their division. Right. Yeah. But they had a better record than the Cardinals. Mm -hmm. Good times, man. I remember Trey Wingo opened up NFL live and he said, don't adjust your screen. The Arizona Cardinals are hosting the NFC championship game. And I was like, eat it, Trey Wingo. Uh, Good times, man. Uh, Hey Zeus, local product DM. One of us, T-shirt size. We will see you this weekend at Gila River. Um, yeah, you guys are fantastic with these responses. We appreciate the engagement. There's an um, animal, 1898. Not that far back. <laughs> Very close. Um, so Friday, we're going to do two more. Uh, I'm going to check with my peeps to see if we have more than two to give out. I think the plan when? is to do two pro- Friday show. The pre- oh, Friday, yeah. 
Um, now the question is Cardinal related or do we get off the beaten path and do we do? No, you know what? I'll, I'll come up with, with two. You, you've okay. been, you've, you've locked and loaded four. you know, a couple mid. You don't want to mix in a Star Wars question in there? No, that's inappropriate. Uh, I think we're good. Wow. How dare you? I think we're good. Uh, you guys are great. Dirt Bike Boy, we got his t-shirt size. We're going to see Charles. Now we're going to see Jesus, Jessica. I want to see everybody at mm-hmm. Gila River Wild Horse Pass this weekend for the watch party. Again, come out. I mean, if you live in the East Valley, it's like a 20, 25-minute drive. And it is the sports book right now. Like, tell them, tell David. It is one of the nicest sports books I have ever been to. Yeah, I've been to really the cool. in Vegas. We've got Top Golf. Han shot first. I told you yesterday, get your ass out there. All of our peeps, we want you guys, number one, become diehards because we're going to be doing these events constantly. And then if you get some gear, man, if you become a diehard right now, as Bo said, 20% off all of your purchases at the Merchandise Locker. On top of that, we have a Black Friday deal coming up where it is just going to be an extravaganza of deals. But get started right now when you become a diehard, a free hat and or shirt. Anytime you come to our events with a hat or a shirt on, myself or Bo Brock or both of us can buy you a beer. Yeah. That's how we roll on this show. Jamal, I apologize, man. You misheard the, or didn't understand the question. We'll get it. Uh, you still got opportunities on Friday to, to win a t-shirt. Um, we'll, we'll get it up there. Damon's got it up on the screen, but yeah, I think is, is the Rams, was that the, the last regular season road win for the Cardinals? It might be with Colt McCoy in the lineup. That was a, that was a long time ago been a calendar it's going to be over a calendar year uh whether or not they get one this year but it's officially now with the losing this past weekend they'll go over a calendar year without road win i'm ready to put my 401k with my friends at BetMGM that the cardinals are going to beat the chicago bears in chicago this year on christmas eve like that that game is that's a w for kyler murray kyler murray is going to go into soldier field and destroy the chicago bears so they they will exit this year with kyler claus he's gonna go in there on new year's or christmas eve a little early he's gonna be he's gonna be giving out gifts aka touchdowns he's gonna be santa on christmas eve i watched him play at soldier field in that uh fateful 2021 season he and hopkins and buda baker destroyed the bears with andy dalton it was it was fantastic one of the best games i've seen live uh, and I think we're going to have a repeat performance of that. It all starts this weekend, though, folks. The return of Kyler Murray and now the return of James Conner, Bo. You absolutely love to see it. Yep, can't beat it. We uh, got your definitive preview show on Friday, 4.30. Are you going to be in studio? Yes, I will be. Yeah, that's can, we right. do a show? You... can we do a show at 4 instead of 4.30? Is that okay? So we we got to accommodate Johnny even more. Are you going to the Suns game that night? I am. So then I got to yeah. run across the, the street to get to the Suns game. I'm taking my dad. To our, I've never been to a Suns game. I'm taking mm. my dad to his first Suns game. So if it's cool, Damon, I'll be in studio. Is it cool with everybody? We start a little early Friday. Sounds good, Here's man. Yeah, let's 4 p.m. Do whatever. <laughs> let's Johnny. do whatever it is that <laughs> you want to do. Another fun show. Yeah, we're going to have more. It doesn't stop tomorrow. Even though we don't have a show tomorrow, we will have content from practice, more Kyler Murray highlights. Uh, we've got more from Brian Baldinger set to hit the YouTube page tomorrow as well and a post-practice breakdown from, from myself. And for you podcast listeners, an audio-only podcast will be right there for you. Late Thursday night for you, uh, for you people that stay up late or early Friday morning. Thanks for everybody for tuning in. Great job. Damon Dog, uh, D-backs, I believe, have a show coming up here soon. You don't want to miss it from 
they got takeaways from Mike Hazen, Tori Lovello. More info on the D-backs, Snakes. In the meantime, have a great Wednesday night. We'll talk to you soon on Friday.